Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. You can push up somebody who you feel is clearly ahead of you, but if somebody that, that there's a level of visibility and they next to you, you don't really want to push them up. 
You see what I'm saying? So, like, for example, like, we all get it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get it. You're going to get it from other. If another black man start a, a financial podcast today, he's going to be reluctant to give you your props or say that you opened up the door. But he can give it to Grant Cardone right away. It's just, it's just, and what I learned specifically, because I'm big on, like, black psychology and the way in which we think, right? So, like, that's my biggest thing, how we think. Because in a restaurant space, you got to figure those things out. What make people go? What, what, how do you push and pull people and make, what make people tick, right? So it really, it really makes a person question themselves when we are doing well and we come from the same circumstance. Like, for a person like, well, damn, he got out of jail just like me, and he a millionaire. Or oh, damn, he he you know he was he was a financial analyst just like me, but he took the 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 courage and the ability that he had and stepped out in the world, and now he made something of himself. And then I'm gonna tell you what's so funny. They see you on Instagram, know you're doing good, never say nothing, never comment, and they see you in public, like yeah, I see you got four stores. Yeah, why didn't you like that? So that is so crazy. You said that because I seen somebody um at Art Basel, and he has a platform. He was at our Art Basel event, and he was like, yo, I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Y'all killing it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I appreciate it, bro. Good looking. He he put our, like, our, he put, we was interviewing DJ Khaled, right? He took, he, he yeah. took a video of us DJ, uh, interviewing DJ Khaled, put it in his story, and tagged DJ Khaled. But I'm like, you didn't tag us. It's our event. DJ Khaled is our guest. You came. Mm -hmm. I appreciate uh, show. I love that subconsciously, somebody stars, we have no problem showing the love because we it might help us get to the stars. Somebody the same level as us, or somebody at the same level of us, try try to push them down because we look at it as competition. Yeah, not knowing yeah. That nine times out of ten, the person in the stars don't really care nothing about you. He's not going to help you. Don't the person that can don't got nothing for you. The person that can actually help you get to the stars is the same person that you ignore. Because I guarantee you, if Spike Lee or if any of these big time movie producers did a did a reel for somebody, they're gonna tag Spike Lee. They're gonna tag mm -hmm. Spike Lee. I'm like, why would, I, why would I not tag my videographer when <clears throat> they're doing good work, they're good people? Um, it's like, would I not tag Spike Lee? I would tag Spike Lee because of the clout, right? It's like Spike Lee did a video for me. That's clout right there. But he's all yeah. that's why it's not really even a black or white thing. It's more of a small-minded... A social thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. How we actually view people on the same level of us, and we're so critical and we're so, you know, thankful that, you know, somebody else will do something for us on a higher level, but when somebody does something for us on the same level, we like, nah, there can only be one. I'm getting to the top. Get it on your own. I don't want nobody else to find out about you because if they find out about you, they can start using you. That's a problem, too. Like, they're saying, like, we want everything to be exclusive to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with you, man. Like, I've been in spaces where not only will they recognize you, they'll take your whole swag and drop your whole swag in their system and don't even acknowledge that. So, like, for example, I've had people come to me like, look, I want you to mentor me with a restaurant so that I can go do my own restaurant. And I'm like, man, look, you're not ready for a restaurant. Why don't you come work with me? Well, I don't believe in working for nobody. But at the same token, you willing to come up under me, get everything I got, you best to work for me. Because then I'm going to give you everything I really got. You see what I'm saying? I think that we just don't believe in giving ourselves that equal level of visibility. And, like, the only thing that's going to tear that down is not, it's not going to be products or services. It's going to be some real deep internal work. 
it's the deep internal work. Like for me, like I I really pride myself. My number one thing is relationships. It's not the it's not the assets, it's not the cash flow, it's the relationships and staying solid. Because once I keep the relationships and staying solid, no matter how much the world changes, that shit is always in style. You see what I'm saying? So, like, in the NFT world, there's a bunch of fake stuff out there. In the, in the metaverse world, in, 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 in the real estate world, there's a bunch of fake stuff out, out there, right? So as long as you stay true and you stay solid, I've got all my opportunities from that. I mean, like, the opportunity with Fernando and Shaquana came from who I was, not what I was doing, not how popular I was. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if you look at the traction on my page, like, you know, I see a lot of controversial stuff. So I don't get a lot of traction, but I get a lot of real deep support. So I'll never forget, like, a dude told me, he was like, um, and ID, by the way, is his name, since we shout everybody out, right? ID told me, he said, um, he said, Doc, what would you do if you went broke? I said, I'll bootstrap it and get it again. He said, I wouldn't. I called my friends. And that showed the importance of relationships and the difference between the mindset of me having an impoverished mindset of work, 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 labor, 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 labor. But they don't know that when they acknowledge you, it creates opportunities. Like the things that I say behind your back create opportunities for me moving forward with you in the future. And I think people kind of so, yeah, they so caught up. They made you in those minor things, like you say. And now you chase a look. And then the look don't work out. And now you look crazy. And now, how do you pivot from there? So, like, me coming from the background that I come from, I always believed in a certain moral fabric. And recognition is the number one thing that you really want to you, you wanna invest in. You know what I'm saying? You invest in some recognition, you could get on. I mean, DJ Khaled got rich off of recognizing people. That is a – yo, I'm so – this is why I love talking to you because it's like I feel like, you know, certain people just connect. I mean, I just connected with you because I just feel like, you know, we, we come from a different era, first and foremost. And I just, I know, I yeah. understand the upbringing. I understand, like, the more fabric is, like, cut from cloth that is discontinued. The, the cloth has been discontinued 10 years ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, yeah. it's a, and it's like 99% of people on social media, like, I, I just can't vibe with like that because I got, like, we didn't come in the marketers. We, we had to learn about marketing on social media. We didn't, yeah, yeah. We came in as really organic people teaching financial literacy in the classroom. We didn't know how to turn it into a business. We had to learn about click funnels. We had to learn about Facebook ads and all of that stuff. Some people came in on that. And it's no disrespect to that. That's dope. But I'm just saying we're, we're just different, right? Our, our, our mindset is always different. Uh -huh. So we're speaking about that actually happens to us all the time. Like I've done stuff for people. Like people ask me like, yo, I want to get this person on my, on my show. I want to interview this person. It's my dream person. I'm like jumping through hula hoops to get this person to interview. And the person won't even say thank you. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm not even going to say that I'll never do nothing for you ever again. Because it's like, at the end of the day, <laughs> you, 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 you leverage somebody when you need them. Then once you get it, you act like the person. And that's why it's like, if you ever look at any post that we do, anytime somebody sets something up for us, I thank the person in the post. Like when we got Dame Dash, Kenny Burns set that up for me. I made sure I thanked him in the post. He might have cared about it, he might not have cared about it, but that's not up to me. I feel like how we was raised, how we was brought up, if anybody ever yeah, does sure. you don't act like you did it on yourself. You give credit to the person that has done something for you. And like you said, recognition, you'd be surprised. By doing that, that has what that's what propelled Earn Your Legion. This is why we are where we are top. Yeah. Because of relationships. Always said thank you. We always included people. We always showed love. Like, you know what I'm saying? We never act like Oh, this all just happened by mystery. Everything was done by a relationship. One person builds a relationship to another person, and you'd be surprised how enthusiastic people will 
be to open doors for you just by saying thank you, just by acknowledging them publicly. People think that is so. Mm -hmm. You look at everybody on Instagram's page. What they never say thank you. They never tag nobody. You yeah, no, no, no. Okay, everybody. No. You would literally think that every single person is self-made because no, they're not thanking nobody. Yeah, no, they're not thanking nobody, and nor are they recording or documenting any of the difficult processes. Like they don't. So it's like all peachy cane. It's just all a, a finished product. But that's not real, you know. And you know, and 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 the funny thing about it is like, you know, I always tell people like. You know, you got to be authentic. That's what really separates y'all from everybody else. You know, what really separates you from everybody else is the fact that you can interview Mark Cuban, but I could call you. Like, you know, some some people block you. Oh, no, that's it. I don't ever want to talk to them. <laughs> you feel me? Because, like, it's never, it was never real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I tell my staff, I say, bro, I'm going to always have blessings. Just, up. look, they, my biggest commodity is not the restaurant. It's I'm real. I'm going to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you everything I got. I always believe in a pouring, pe pouring in the people and giving them everything I got. So when we speak of support this morning, it has such a deep undertone. It, get, it It's so much bigger than, like, how can I buy a product? It's how can I tag a person? How can I see an entrepreneur that look like me and put some money into their project? How can I open up a door for a person that... A door might, I might not even be interested in, but I know I can get that door open for that person, right? Because that's the true way to success as a, as a group. The only way to success as a group is unity and recognition, sticking together. I never forget, I read a book called The Seventh Habit by Stephen Covey, and he spoke on the intangibles, right? How principles last forever, integrity, loyalty, honesty, being kind, coming through. Like, you got to realize, like, when you put the metaverse goggles down, you want to talk to somebody that's real. You want to talk to somebody that's going to really come through for you. And I think, like, it's so crazy how, like, so much of the Internet has taken over our world where, like, that matters most. So, like, how they were saying, like, if it didn't happen on, on Instagram, it didn't happen. A lot of the morals and the values that the younger people have are so far away from where we came up. And I think, you know, what worries me moving forward is they think the more superficial they are, the faster they'll come up. And you know what we do? We use anomalies as examples, and that's not the truth. You'll use the one person who on TikTok who make $20 million a year with 23, and now you think you're going to get that, Calvin. Come on, Calvin. That's not your life. Man, you'll snap out of it and be real with yourself. Be real with your people. You know what I'm saying? So support is being real. It's being authentic. It's being constructive. Like, I walked into spaces, right, where people have had restaurants, and I haven't gotten the service I want, but I like the product. And I might reach out to the entrepreneur and say, man, hey, if you ever need help with some service, I got a service handbook down here that might can help you out. And by the way, I really did like the juice. You know what I'm saying? So those things really help us propel forward. And I think, yo, they, we looking for finished products. So, like, we compare ourselves to these large institutions, and they'll be like, well, you know, when I went to IHOP, I got my food in 10 minutes. Like, IHOP is a machine at this point. And they don't care nothing about you, nor are they connected to you. So do you get the vibe you get here from IHOP? No, no, I don't get the vibe. Sit down there. Wait 30 minutes. The wolf will coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, we have to be patient with our entrepreneurs. You know, even when I seen the way y'all have grown, it's so crazy how many people think they could come behind you and like, well, I'm going to start a podcast. Well, what make you think you could do that? I say Rashad and Troy did it. They only been doing it for three years. Bro, they authentic people. They've been best friends for 20 years. They got a chemistry that got 20 years to it. They got hard work and dedication that go back 20 years. 
They've been teaching for 20 years. It don't even matter what you've been teaching. Just being in the education field alone gives you an innate quality to teach people. Like curated dialogue, curated conversation. Those things are real are real tangible qualities and intangible qualities that y'all possess that everybody don't got. So, like, support need to get a little bit deeper. And also talk about, like, enduring failures because it's like um, you said something that was very key, too. Apple, I'm a loyal Apple supporter. I get all the iPhones and talk stock all the time. Apple, their phones break all the time. Like I had, I think they're actually doing it on purpose. Like, and it's like that's never discouraged me from buying Apple products. It's never has, never has. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, no. I have all kinds of issues with Apple, but I'm still gonna buy Apple, right? Yeah. We, we bought into the product. It's yeah. like one thing goes wrong with a, with a small business. Not only do we not support them, we go brand, we bash it, we 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 put out a whole thing, a whole smear campaign against them, and it's like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, because the relationships start off with one of entitlement, right? So, like for example, like if I remember when we was young, right? Say you might go on a date, and your homie gas a girl up, and your mind on the way there, you think, and she better be everything you said. She was, you feel what I'm saying? So like. Specifically for me, because I hold myself and my business to a higher standard as you do yourself, right? So it's like, they watching the podcast were like, yeah, you said it was so great, so I swear. Let one thing be off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, but we've been like that with our people since the beginning. And, you know, being from New York and, you know, dealing with that type of pressure growing up, Yo, we propel at such a high stage. Like, if you take black people individually, see, what they do is they take the individual black person, right, and they group them with a group of rich white people. And that's the only way you can meet with them. You never say, like, oh, well, no, let me just go individual for individual. So I always tell people, you don't work for brands, you work for people, right? So people will leave me, and they would be like, well, Derek, I'm going to leave him and go get a job at the Four Seasons. I'd be like, well, how much do your, your boss make at the Four Seasons? Well, he make, like, 90. Well, I make, like, 900. <laughs> so what make you feel, you know what I'm saying? What make you feel he's going to get you there faster than I'm going to get you there? But they don't got that patience with me. So they see me, and it's automatically a space of, I don't got no patience for you. I'm holding you to, a, to 20 times the highest standard than I hold anyone else. And I think we as black consumers and supporters have to know we're not buying black products to criticize them. We're not, buying, we're not buying black services to criticize them. We're buying those things because we believe in those companies, we believe in those people, and we want to give them a chance by stimulating their economic growth, by giving them constructive criticism that can help them build. Listen, business is not a tear-down situation. It's a building-up brick-by-brick situation, right? So let's take us, right? We all know our backgrounds. I'm piss poor. I grew up poor, bro. If you're black and you're in America, you're probably not an aristocrat. Even Jay-Z said it. His mother and dad ain't had nothing, so that everything came with him, right? So now once you understand, like, yo, if they grew up poor, they first generation such and such. So if they first generation such and such, they're going to have the most problems, the most frustrations. They're going to deal with the most obstacles when they come to growing. So, like, I study, right, and I watch, I watch the Agnelli family, right, and I saw how it was three generations. And I saw how the first Agnelli, he's the founder. He's the person who's going to deal with all the roadblocks, all the obstacles. The second generation is meant to maintain it and now push it forward. The third generation only aristocrats. So it, I used to have a mindset like, yo, I'm going to live like an aristocrat. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have boats. I'm gonna have yachts. I want to have all these things, but I don't have the foundation in which to build it upon. So the only thing I encourage my people to understand is like, yo, if we first generation anything, the the thing you need to have most is patience, understanding, and be willing to build with me. So do you want to buy my product to criticize me, or are you trying to build this brand with me? And you should enjoy my journey. You sh- you should enjoy my struggles. You should want to see how far I came because your nephew that's getting out of jail. Yeah, you're going to have some expectations for him, and now you can point to me. You can't point to Bernard Pinot. You can't point to him. So, like, you got to realize that, yo, Derek Falcon is the way. I'm, I'm your uncle. I'm your nephew. I'm your badass cousin that never could get it together. So you want to have the most level of patience with myself and understand, like, well, okay, what phase are you in your business? What does your growth potential look like, and how can I contribute? And that doesn't always even mean buying a product. It could just mean, yo, I'm going to come in, I'm going to consult. I'm a CPA. I know a black CPA that came to my business, and she helped me out. I know black developers that taught me, that gave me leads on construction and gave me leads on real estate. I know black real estate agents that have told me, like, look, you should buy in this area because this area is on the come up. Yo, we all building together. Until we able to understand that, like, buying that shampoo is nothing. It's nothing. That's just, that's just the, that's the baseline for how you support a black, black brand. But understanding who that entrepreneur is behind that company and digging a little bit deeper and seeing how you can contribute on a social status. So in a social contribution is the best thing. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. I want to, yeah, yeah. I, know I, I always love, we got to bring you back actually for a, a, a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a double back, right? The double yeah. back. But let me ask yeah, you yeah. As as expansion. Let's talk about from black business standpoint, expansion. Cause that's not something that's what you talked about that in the podcast too. That's something that 99% of, of black businesses are small businesses. The problem with small businesses is that they just stay small businesses. So expansion, working together, you know, thinking on a bigger scale. And that's, I know that's something that you've been big on as far as, you know, expanding to New York and different parts of the, of the country. So talk about expansion for black businesses. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so. <laughs> no, because. Like you said, you posted the other day, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan uh, of the podcast. You said 90% of black businesses are sole proprietors, right? And for you to expand specifically in my space, it's, it's very contingent upon people, right? So you can only grow as fast as the people that you're willing to build and develop. The fastest way that we can expand as, expand as black people is to invest our time and our labor into one another. You know, I think the the biggest compliment you could give a person is your time. So, like, specifically when it came to my expansion, I knew that it couldn't just start and stop with me. I knew that it was bigger than me. I knew that there was people behind me that deserved the opportunity. I don't have any kids, but I'm, I wanted to position myself to lead my business to a black person that was best fit to push it forward. And I felt like I would be selfish if I just was like, we got a lot of solopreneurs. We got a lot of people who just got the hair salon, she lit, she got the G-Wagon, she got the, the you know, the $1,000 hairstyle. We got a lot of guys who, you know, he's just, he just got the show or, you know, he's just the attorney and he got the suits on with the briefcase. And we don't really tell each other anything, right? So that was never my tone. The social narrative for me was always build something of substance, build something that was substantial and pass it back, right? And I always tell people, I never did it for myself. I did it for other people. So when it comes to expansion, I think that's the most important thing we can do in the business world to create wealth. 
And for me, expansion was extremely difficult because now you got to deal with consistency issues. You got to deal with you're stressing your team. So when you expand and you're stressing your team, you're going through a lot of growing pains, and it's very difficult. And I had to be a dog. Like, if I wasn't from the streets, we wouldn't have expanded. Like, we would have never – we would have stayed small because I would have been comfortable. So I was comfortable being uncomfortable because you got to realize I come from sending my money in the mail and hoping it can't hit land. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? So to take some money to a bank and you know, like, next week you're going to have a chance, you can – you know what I'm saying? You can build upon that. But it definitely took a lot of leadership. I got to – I got to commend my team, though. It wasn't me. Like, it took um, Dolph, Dolph the Great, Randy Broplay. He he really, he held the house down. Like, I always tell people like this, because people, like you say, young black people looking for opportunity quick. Everybody can cross the bridge with you, but there's some people that can hold it up while you cross it. And you got to appreciate those people, the head down people who come in every day who want you to grow. Because I'm going to tell you another thing. Loyalty and love is hard to find. So I had some people that worked for me that wanted me to win more than they wanted themselves to win. And I think that that was the most important thing because when a person know, okay, he's acquiring his seventh building and I'm still just making $23 an hour, they got to really believe in you, really believe in the, the forecast of the business and be willing to say, look, you can walk on my back across the bridge. And I think, like, we don't understand. Young people, oh, no, they don't, there's no loyalty. It's it's all about a dollar. Well, I work here. You make I make eighteen dollars an hour, but TGI Fridays they got nineteen, and they just to give it to them. And I think we gotta we gotta preach loyalty for us to grow and for us to expand. It really it's really contingent upon a lot of principles, bro. It's contingent upon a lot of principles, bro. Like 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 what y'all. I got to cut you off, but everything you're saying right now resonates with me so much because I'm just thinking just even with earning leisure, like it's like, and that's why we hire a lot of people that we know. Because it's like loyalty is so underrated in business that <laughs> the, the idea that somebody else is going to be more successful than you, and you have to be okay with that. You have to be an extremely humble person to to know that somebody is more financially successful, more popular than you. But you're yeah. helping, you're helping them become more financially successful. You're helping them become more popular. That the popularity that you'll never have. That's something that's not talked about enough either. Like. When you start to grow in our business, right? So I'm, I'm understanding these things and I'm seeing these things from a psychological standpoint. It's like, damn, you got to be a special person to actually want to put your all into a company and help that company grow. Because as you grow, the company grows, but you're never going to be as big. But that's 48 laws of power. The number one rule is never outshine the master. So it's like, there's so many different things that... There's so many levels. There's so many different levels to it. There's so many different... And it's like, just from an educational standpoint, there's so much stuff that we had to learn as far as like payroll, and like having like uh, health insurance for our employees, 401k. Fortunately, we're blessed, we're earning allegiance, so we have relationships. But I'm like, we had to learn so much as we go. So I'm like, the average entrepreneur, the average black entrepreneur that has no mentorship, they don't stand a chance. I understand why 96% uh, of black uh, businesses don't have employees because they don't have any level of mentorship. That act, they don't even know how to actually go through ADP and, and make payrolls and, and, and pay state taxes and pay the Medicare, Medicaid. Or they, they don't know nothing about that. Like, that's so far off the Man, listen to me. When I stand in front of these, these institutions, right, and these investors, and I know what I'm going through, I can see how my people ain't never had nothing. And now it got to get so – see, listen, it got
got to get so much bigger than practices. You got to start getting on straight principles. We got to be, we got to be loyal. We got to stand firm. We got to have integrity. And as the entrepreneur, your vision has to be so big that they can put their visions within your vision and see something for themselves. See, I had a guy I worked with recently. I said, man, yeah, you're doing good, but your employee's miserable because you're not expanding. So expansion was so important for me because if I don't expand, they're going to outgrow me. They're going to outgrow me and they're going to say, shit, what's next? Oh, you can, it's a ceiling hand. When you give me $18 an hour, it don't get no bigger than that. So now I had to buy the next building. The biggest thing for me, what I seen was really kept people entrenched in my, my processes was ownership. Because once I buy this real estate, a man know, well, if I work hard, I can own that building, and Doug can finance that. See, we also have to understand that the people who come up under us, you don't have to work for a person and feel like you got to work two or three jobs. All of your opportunity can come up under them. Real support. I tell the people who work for me, you're so anxious to leave and start a business where I'm your next. And I'll invest in your business, and we'll make money together. You see what I'm saying? Stop you right there, cause that is one hundred percent what we do. So like we got we got our young boy Abdullah. He's he's yeah. like twenty five years old, right? So he came up and he he came up just kind of being our assistant. It turned into being our manager. But he has a, he went to college. He got an MBA. He got a, a master's degree and all that. But now it's like the vending machine business. He's our business partner in the vending machines. So he's an owner. He's a part owner in that vending machine business. Cause it's like all right, we're gonna invest. You're going to be the person that runs it, and now you're, you're a business partner with us. And I'm sure there's going, to, there's going to be other opportunities. So he had the foresight and the humbleness to say, okay, I'll start out as an employee, but through doing a good job as an employee, I don't have to stay an employee. Now I can bring opportunities. Yeah. And like you said, who else are we going to invest in than somebody that we work with every single day? You're, 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 but that's the ego. See, I'm going to tell you where the ego come in place. They'll work for you, right? And be like, yeah, I work for you, and I work for Applebee's, and I'm saving up because I'm a photographer on the side. <laughs> and you like, that's that's stupid. Continue to work for me, right? Pitch the photography piece to me, and let's do it together. And I think, like, we, they don't know. And that's why I boil down to so many principles, because once once these people sit in front of us, and you ask them to deep, you go, you got to get into some deep work before you grow with people. What's the difference between who you are and what you do? Where do you see yourself in five years? How do you feel I could best participate in your life and you participate in mine? And we create that residual vibe so we can, I mean, that, that um, like, a, uh, like a vibe, like a back and forth vibe where we can get to the next level, right? So, like, I just feel that the most important thing is people committing. Like, for example, Zoe D2 Russell. Um, um, like I said, Randy Broplay. If it was Shaquana. Like, Shaquana wasn't looking like we ain't going live. We wasn't, it was just straight, look, this is what we on. We trying to win together. It was about what we really wanted offline and understanding that we could build and develop one another. So, like, if it wasn't for Zodi, the donut shop wouldn't be as big as it is. If it wasn't for Randy, the brunch and the donut shop wouldn't be as big as it is. So all of these people contributed to all of these different phases of my life. But I'm going to tell you what they did. They put themselves on a the back burner. They it created a level of humility and said, here's a man who has a plan that's bigger than mine. Let me stop effing around. Let me stop trying to buy into an ego. Let me stop acting like I got it all figured out. Let me stop with side hustles, and let me go all in on what he got going on, and I can find my way in what he got going on. And now eventually that's kind of how we built it out. So, like, um, taking on those partnerships within the brand is important to scaling. That's super important. To making sure that the people have a vision that extends beyond you and your space.
so that they could want to stay is super important. Um, and then also I would say creating a level of humility for your team. Like when you go into a job, like I said, you don't work for brands, you work for people, right? So when you go into a job, there's nothing wrong with taking a job. That's the first thing we got to put out there. And when you go into a job, you have to work for a person that can help scale your abilities. It's like a coach. It's a mentorship. It's not 1999 no more. It's not clock in, clock out, get the check. Things have to be very intentional. So, like, if I want to grow a media company, I'm working for you for free. For free. I'm bootstrapping it, and I'm saying, here's a man who has a vision that's bigger than myself. How can I contribute, and what assets can I personally bring to help this man scale his company and grow my abilities in the meantime? That is a fact, man. That is a fact, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much to unpack with, the, with this business company. <laughs> like I said, like, it's, it's too, too much, yeah. We could just hashtag, like, support black business. We could hash, you know, we could put up memes about, you know, should we show support? But it's like, we got we to gotta have deeper level conversations because it's, it's a show level. And like you said, it's like going through the process myself personally as a business owner. I'm understanding more and more why there is such a, a, a disconnect, right? Because it's like, if I'm, if I'm having trouble with this, who I've been in finance for forever, I've been a business owner for a long time. We have all the resources in the world. We're earning leisure. If, if, if it's a learning process for us, the average black entrepreneur that's just trying to start a business that has no, that has no resources, they don't stand a chance. No. And I'm going to tell you what's the biggest learning curve for me. It ain't even because I can read, I can write, I can add. It's the social construct from black man to black man and black woman. It's the, it's the, it's the internal things that I can't figure out. So it's the like, damn, how you so lazy when we got all these great things going on? Or it's the, how do you want to work four jobs and work here? How don't, you know, it's, it's so much for me at night when I lay down, it's so much peeling back layers on that onion, on that, and, and, and wondering why and how we can best grow together. And I think like the, the, the internal work has been the most difficult thing when it comes, for me, when it came to scaling. Because, like, you're working with some of your best friends, and you're like, how he's still lazy or he's still late, and he don't get it. How I still got to drag you and motivate you every day to want this. You don't see this Bentley? This old Bentley. We from the ghetto. You feel me? Like, that ain't enough? And, like, you got to realize, man, it's so deep. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? You, pull out, you can pull out the black car, put it on his forehead. Uh, you get it now? And it's still, man, because it's such a journey. But what I did was I embraced my role. See, you got to brace your role like, yo, you LeBron James. You is the, like, for, we don't honor our entrepreneurs, bro. Listen, what you doing not regular? So now once you realize you LeBron James, that's what I took on. Oh, I got to get 60 every night. So I'll never forget I watched the last dash, right? Do you walk up on Michael Joy? He said, damn, you got 60. Mike Mike said I had a choice. We had to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to realize, like, Within your bandwidth, too, man, I'm going to tell you another thing specifically for us, like, because we've kind of reached the prim – we've passed the primitive stages, right? So, like, for entrepreneurs who are in that kind of, like, high six-figure, low, si low seven-figure range, it has to now be a balance of your contribution that you're willing to make, the imprint that you want to have on your industry, also mixed with economics in your personal life. Because I'm going to tell you, I, could, I personally feel I could obligate the next 30 years of my life to grow in a billion-dollar company, but I don't want to. And sometimes we sign up for material possessions or end goals, and the work isn't worth it. So, like, even when I was talking to Troy, like, I like the way y'all have kind of built it out in a space where you can work with people that you know and trust 
and grow it organically. So, like, that's another thing with expansion. Don't try to expand based off of what the next man got. Like, yo, listen, I see all the Jets. I'm cool. Because I know what come with that Jet. I'm cool. I ain't even going to lie to you. Troy said, he said, man, you ain't trying to go into a billion. No. I don't want it. But I also respect that man who's going into a billion. Like, I, mean, I respect that man who's going into a million. Because I come to understand that as a black man, for me to grow to a billion in my particular industry, how I got to do it, it's so much work. It's so much work. And what is that going to require? Do I want to never have kids? Do I not want to never get married? Do I want to always be constantly thinking about the brand? So, like, we got to respect those billionaires. I never forget, when I first went to get a Porsche, the dude told me the average person who got a Porsche make 400 grand a year. And over 25 to 30% of people who got them, they buy them. Now, I don't know if that was real data, but that woke me up. Like, now when I see a person in a Porsche, I respect that. I know what you had to do. So I think a lot of times the Internet don't teach you what you truly have to do. So I have kids who come to me and they want Lamborghinis. I'm saying, Google the, don't just Google the Lamborghini. Google the network for the person who owns the Lamborghini and realize you washing the dishes. And there's nothing wrong with that, but are you willing to build yourself all the way? We got to be realistic. <laughs> we gotta be realistic. So, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Once you get realistic, bro, you get you get happy in life because now it's like it's like it's like a ride home. I always tell people, right? When you're taking a ride home, a red light gonna come, a deer could run in a row and a stop sign. You keep going, you don't get distracted. But we treat the ride home now on Instagram, we get distracted. Facebook, we get distracted. You just gotta know who you are and what you want out of this thing. So when you do scale, you scale according to your abilities. You, you scale according to your personality, you scale according to your industry, and you scale according to your bandwidth. Because be, trying to be like the next person is going to stretch you thin. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that was another thing. Like, you got to be comfortable with knowing yourself and knowing what you want out of this life. So, like, for me, I'm in a good space, man. I feel good about the brand. We building it out. My goal is to get to a place similar to, like, what Dave Gritman doing in Miami. I like to do in, like, black cities like Atlanta or, like, in L.A., and in Brooklyn, where I'm going to circle back with all of y'all, and I'm going to be like, yo, here's the proposal. I want to listen. I want to have the largest black luxury food and beverage company in the country. And I don't want to do it myself. That shit is Yo, doing something. When Shaquana came in, it was like a godsend. Lord. Jesus Christ. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> it was everything because, yo, you don't know how hard it is bootstrapping a project by yourself, figuring out the next play by yourself. Not having all the answers by you. So she's been able to take the entire accounting side of that business off, off of my table. Like, it's nothing wrong with splitting a pie, especially if the pie even bigger. It's nothing wrong with it. I think we just so caught up. Because, you know, coming from the streets is pay for the car cash, self-made. Yeah, everything from the jeweler, paid cash, you know what I'm saying? So we got that mindset of, like, yo, don't never need nobody and don't look like you need nobody. That goes back to the, and that goes back to the, this is my last thing I'm going to say. That goes back to the not showing support, not tagging, because we come from that mindset of, like, it's, it's every man for themselves. That every man mm -hmm. for themselves thing is only going to leave you by yourself. It's like, yo, I got like, my, I ain't, I'm not helping you on that level. You help yourself get it. I'm self-made. That goes back to that, that, that mindset of, like, you know what I'm saying? I did it myself. I'm up. Nobody did anything themselves. Nobody. You can't show me not anything themselves. I don't care what they tell you. They lying to you because everybody has some level of support. Earn your leisure has yeah. 50, probably 50 people, 50 people, at least, at least 50 people yeah. who 
the superstar status and it helps them become millionaires and things of that nature just by putting them on our platform. So even even if you did all the work by yourself, at some point, somebody wrote an article about you. Somebody put you on their podcast. Somebody actually, you know, was the first person to buy your product in bulk. Nobody has done anything. You have you have not a success by yourself. Stop saying that because it's dangerous because you can't you poison in the minds of impressionable people and they they don't know any better and they thinking, okay, yeah, I'm self-made. I'm gonna do it myself. And only thing you're doing is just perpetuating a dangerous, selfish cycle. And this is why we still in last place. Because no matter how much we get individually, that's still one person. One person is not equate to forty six million people. So if one percent of black people are doing well for themselves, that's not beneficial and that's not helpful when ninety eight percent are still struggling. For sure. A hundred percent. And I think it's our job to create the like another thing, stop asking people who not interested in you for stuff too. Like, you know, I, I mean I, I deal with people all the time where, you know, oh, I reached out to Chanel to try to get a bag and I'm looking for that. No, listen. This like this black um company right here just offer you a bag. You ain't wanna take it. Like we gotta now put our time and energy into ourselves more than ever. More than ever. It's extremely important for us to put our time and our energy into ourselves. And even even when I say ourselves, I'm not even specifically talking about black people. Supporting the people who support you. Anybody, because you can create, yo, you create that ecosystem, and you get you get where you gotta go faster. Derek, I love you, my brother. Can you tell them your I appreciate business? You like you, man. Boy, tell them your business where it's located and all of that. Okay, so my name is Derek Falcon. We're in Baltimore, Maryland. I own. Uh, a vegan donut shop called Cloudy Donuts. Uh, we also own a brunch restaurant called Homemade, H-O-M-E-M-A-I-D. So you can follow us at Homemade, H-O-M-E-M-A-I-D on Instagram. Cloudy Donuts on Instagram. Boss, like a, you know, like Rick Ross the boss, a cheesesteak the filet way. You know what I'm saying? We got Boss Steaks, which is a gourmet filet mignon cheesesteak pop-up that we do. And we're going to be opening up a store this spring. We also own Huckle's Hot Sauce which is 12 different flavors of hot sauce that we have regionally. Um, you can follow us at Huckles Foods on Instagram. Uh, and a real estate company, First Class Real Estate. So shout out to Fernando. Shout out to Rashad and Troy because they was the infrastructure. I would never know. I would never know them without them. Like, yeah, never. Shout out to Shaquana. Um, we doing a uh, cloudy donuts in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Heights. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be a good look for us. And um, shout out to Zodi Two Ruffin. Shout out to Randy Broplay. Zodi actually has a podcast called Sober in the Morning, and um, she's been the pillar of our brand. And Randy is Dr. Great on Instagram, and he has his own thing going with as a private chef and you know real estate and things like that. So these are the people who've uplifted me, and I agree with you. Like when people do things, they never do them alone. They just don't want to tell you. They just want to hide it. You know, let me make it seem like I did everything. And you know, I think that that's kind of been our authenticity of showing our way. Like you said, you come from an iPhone and, and, and a microphone. I remember the first, when we did a drink in your house, I had to use my phone for a little while until we transitioned over, right? And like, yo, those are the things you should be proud of. Like, nobody proud of the struggle. Nobody proud of the struggle, though. Nobody take pride in the struggle. And it's so crazy because when we get a little something, we forget the struggle and where we came from. And, like, for me, I always tap into the struggle. Like, man, I'm here with it. It's whole food. You know what I'm saying? I get a small cut. I'm going to go in the house. I'm going to study. I'm going to focus on going back to the basics and what got me where I got to go. So, yeah, man, um, that's that's all I can say, man. You know, if you if you continue to strive, if you continue to support black businesses, 
If you make your support not only economic, but also mental, also emotional, and also social, then that 360 helps catapult black businesses to the next level. Don't forget, it's 2022, but for us, it's 1922, man. Keep pushing. My brother, I appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. Thank you, man. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.